0: Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, President and Founder of Agile Day, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. Okay, I have a little bump in my step today. I had an article submitted to me that someone asked me to review. And uh, the title of the article is called Dialing In Your Agile Sprint Efficiency. I'm going to drop a link to it in the uh, comments below. And it looks like the author was Ryler Hockenbury, and it was published in November of 2021 and uh, i love the beginning of this article so i'm going to go through it with you because uh, this might be one of the most controversial podcast episodes i've done uh but i'm still curious to hear your opinion so here's how it starts tickets are spilling over progress is stalling features are shipping late does this sound familiar it can be difficult to keep a software team on track so he's isolating this to software we're all undoubtedly in agreement on that workload capacity planning is often a contributing factor that gets overlooked but by measuring sprint efficiency, it can be straightforward to upgrade your sprint planning process to better predict the amount of work that will be completed in each sprint. This will help drive down spillover, boost team confidence, and keep deliverables on schedule. Okay, let's, start. let's pause. First of all, there were a few red flags that shot up in the air like flares in this paragraph, right? First of all, measuring sprint efficiency. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I can think of a worse idea. <laughs> and let me explain. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that there's not waste, but I think that if you are using sprint efficiency as a metric to go forward, oh, my goodness, that's going to cause grief. Next, it says sprint planning process. Process dictates that there are specific, very uh straightforward rules or guidelines that you're going to follow the process step one step two step three and i don't think sprint planning should be that at all i think sprint planning is a healthy conversation right now i like the idea of driving down spillover and boosting team confidence but i just don't see the connection yet of how these two connect so sorry right out of the gate to jump on but i'm concerned let's see where it goes So next comes a short, lightweight definition of defining sprint efficiency. And I guess this is important for me to know. It says, quote, efficiency is a way to measure losses due to imperfections in design. Think of a light bulb. We can measure the efficiency by taking the ratio of the useful output or energy, light, uh, to the input energy, electrical. Incandescent bulbs convert energy into light at an efficiency of around 2%. Rest of the energy is lost as heat. On the other hand, an LED can convert nearly all of its electrical energy into light and efficiency near 100%. Do you want your teams to be old light bulbs or LEDs? Honestly, old light bulbs. I just, I don't think that an effort to make everyone an LED is practical. Now, do I want to eliminate waste? Yes, but do I want everyone on the team to work with 100% efficiency? If they did, that would scare me. And I don't mean that in an ugly way. I just feel like This is just kind of crazy, right? Okay, so he goes on to say, we can measure the efficiency of any system that has a definable input and output. A sprint is a process with an input of engineering time, red alert right there, and an output of completed story points. The efficiency for a sprint is a measure of loss from converting time into completed work. I'm done. I don't know if I have to read any more of this, right? For me, the second you start coming up with formulas like efficiency per sprint equals completed story points divided by person days of engineering time, you have just thrown out the baby with the bathwater. First and foremost, time should never be part of the equation. There, I said it. The only time I consider time is when I'm looking at time boxing a sprint. Outside of that, or, or a date for a release. I am not going to use time as part of my equation. In no way is this motivating. It's demoralizing because everyone has different skills. Everyone has different tools that they use. Everyone has different levels of experience. So when you start breaking down, especially by person, so there's so many things wrong with this, that if you're you're talking by person or even by team, this is just a real way to cause, an easy way to get frustration, right? I mean, And then the second you start writing these formulas out, that gives leadership and others the capability to leverage this formula, to weaponize this formula, to show that team A is not as efficient as team B and that this sprint team A did this and that they shouldn't have and that there was an inefficiency and I need an explanation for the inefficiency. And I think that, wow. Yeah. So going on prediction, if we run several sprints and calculate the sprint efficiency for each, it's the first time I've ever been left, like, just so shocked that I have nothing to say but negative things, I'm trying to bite my tongue. We can aggregate these together to find a historical sprint efficiency. Okay, let's pause there. Why don't you just find a historical velocity instead of a sprint efficiency? I don't know that you need to know the sprint efficiency if you could figure out a baseline, a baseline, velocity, of the number of points a team can complete in a sprint collectively, as long as you're not interrupting the individuals on a team, then mathematically that's going to give you the same thing without involving time. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but this goes on mathematically. Talking about uh, points equals efficiency times person days for upcoming sprints and efficiency equals points divided by person days for a previous sprint. Now, I, I'm not going there. This is this is a frustrating, frustrating calculation. And then to calculate the historical sprint efficiency, all you need to do, of course, is say uh, 0.4 times En minus 1 plus 0. 0.3 times En minus 2 plus 0. 0.2 times En minus 3 plus 0. 0.1 times En minus 4, where En minus 1 equals the efficiency of the last sprint and En minus 2 equals the efficiency of the last sprint before that, etc. Oh, boy. Okay. He's coming to a census he says now that i presented a formula i am going to recommend that you not use it <laughs> it is advantageous to be more agile i think so the formula doesn't account for the real dynamics of your team okay we're getting back on track here when you're first starting out with sprint efficiency you'll quickly find a reasonable sprint efficiency for your team so larger adjustments from Sprint Sprint are needed to zero in on the right, value. he's still going with the efficiency thing though. team composition changes can also have, at least he recognizes that, a significant impact on efficiency. So be mindful of staffing changes, skill set changes, roles and responsibility changes. So you just brought up all the reasons right there in that one sentence why this won't work, which is really interesting. You may not know the efficiency of your previous Sprints when you're first starting with this method. Well, that, that's true too, if you're using this method. If you take this same information and you use velocity, you can figure this out for teams that are doing pure waterfall just by sticking a couple of milestone sticks in a stand and measuring sticks in a sand and measuring people uh, based on their velocity instead of their efficiency you know, and not measuring individuals, measuring teams. So I, I think that a critical thing to keep in mind here is that no no action is perfect. But the second you start throwing around efficiency this way, it's going to cause you know, everyone's ears to perk up because everyone always says that Agile is full of inefficiency, right? So he goes on to talk about calculating and using sprint efficiency and practice and calculating engineering time. And he goes on to discuss things like holidays, vacation, mentorship, on-call broader projects, 360 review, feedback writing. Uh, I, I use a confluence table. I update with the beginning of each sprint, Excel, notepad, pen and paper. you also do a trick. Okay. Right here. Calculate spillover points. Calculate new points. Calculate this. Calculate that. Yeah. Okay. I'm done. (laughs) Ryler, you know, I'm not speaking out against you personally, and I feel like your heart was in the right place with this post. But it's very seldom for me to say that I violently disagree with the post, but this, this might be as close as I've ever gotten. I just, I feel like these are the types of posts that leadership and other people read that poison the Agile community and cause people to really, it sets back all the progress that we've made with points and velocity and with real estimation and with getting people to not lean so much on statistical information and by leveraging velocity and keeping teams in a high performing mode and understanding that each and every sprint as the work changes, that people are going to have different levels of efficiency and that that's okay. Uh, we shouldn't be pushing people to be 100% efficient, nor should we be pushing leadership to use this as a metric. So uh, I, I'm curious to hear your opinion, because like I said, this might be the first time that I'm violently opposed, but I do appreciate our, our subscriber sending in this article for me to review, because it it lets me know that, uh, that there's still lots to be learned out there in the agile community. So that's going to do it for today. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile. Until next time, my friends, do take care.